0: generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Luke 15 from verse 11, the Bible says, Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after the youngest son gathered all together. Somebody say gathered all together. Louder please. Journeyed to a far country and there wasted his possessions hmm. with prodigal. Leaving, Another one says riotous leaving. But when he had spent all, there arose... Isn't that interesting? After he had exhausted everything he had. After he had exhausted all that he had. It was then that there arose... <laughs> there arose a severe famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him... As in that's his citizen sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach. That's the prodigal son. The guy we call the prodigal son. He would have gladly filled his own stomach with the pods, the food, that the swine, as the pigs ate. And no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, kalabasi at I proclaim by the Spirit of God that this morning, all of us who are disconnected from ourselves will come to ourselves. Yeah. I proclaim that this morning, all of us who feel disconnected from everything that God made us to be, called us to be, aligned us to be, this morning there's going to be reintegration, recenter, realignment, resync, reintegration in the name of Jesus. He came to himself when he came to himself. He said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, father, I will say to my father, father, I have sinned against heaven and before you and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost, and he is found, and they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to them, "Now, please notice," he said, "he called one of the servants and asked what those things meant. In other words, can I just prophesy over somebody's life? You're going to receive a sound of celebration." in this season that will make you go what does this mean in other words there might be predictable uh, noiselessness or boredom in your life no celebration throughout the year no joy similarly throughout the year but i'm praying to god most high this morning that the party that we're going to wo- move into is not a party that kings called it's not a party that man called it's not a party that your friends are putting together it's not a party that the I-G- igjb's i I just go back. IJGVs are put in together. But this is gonna be a Holy Ghost party that God Himself is gonna bring new songs in your life. New songs. Who am I prophesying to? And this I'm not, I'm not just talking about spontaneous worship songs. Thank the Lord for that. But I'm also saying celebration. May you have a reason to rejoice. May you operate from a premise of supernatural validation, and from a premise of supply in the name of Jesus. This guy, the older brother, said, "What is the celebration that is happening in the house?" He had to ask the question, "What is going on?" And then he said to him, "Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound." Somebody say, "Safe and sound." Somebody shout, safe and sound. Ah, you're going to receive that thing safe and sound. You don't have it right now, but you have it safe and sound. I'm trying not to preach before I preach, but I think I need to preach right now. You will receive that thing safe and sound. Your health will be what? Shout it. Your health will be. Your body will be. Your soul will be your heart is your marriage is even if you say but we're not married yet your marriage is your personal economy is your family scenario is everything in your world is so your city do you shout it or are you just whispering that he has received him safe and sound. He said, because of that, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry. That's the older brother. He was angry and he would not go in. <laughs> Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Father, lo, these many years I have been serving you and somebody feels like this brother today. God, all these years, I have been serving you. These many years, I have been serving you. I've been pouring out. I've been slaving. slaving. I've been giving. These many years. He said, all these years, I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And you never gave me a young goat <laughs> that I might make merry with my friends. The guy liked Asun. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking he <laughs> said but as soon as this son of yours came what did he say? <laughs> as soon <laughs> serious don't leave me right <laughs> did you guys get it? <laughs> but you know and let's not overwork it because it's Asun, Asun, son, A-S-U-N. A-S-S-U-N. But as soon as this, your son, as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, wasted your fortune, you killed the fatted cow for him. And the father said to to this first, the older son, you are with me always and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad for your brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. Please help me go to five people real quick and low leg them real quick and tell them God is throwing a party in your life. God is throwing a party in your life. This story is one of the things, many of the stories, one of the most popular stories in the Bible. Most of us have heard this story over and over and over. The prodigal son, and ever so often when we hear about the prodigal son, we are very quick to talk about how this guy goes out there. And many times what happens is we see this guy as a distinct or separate individual from the reality of our own lives. We don't generally see ourselves in the story. And I'm hoping that this morning we're going to see ourselves in the story. And in many regards, we're going to see ourselves as the prodigal son. Some of us, we're going to see ourselves not as the prodigal son. We're going to see ourselves as the big brother. Understand that the word says that the, he had, a man had two sons. Two sons. There is something about twos. Because God generally engages the power of contrast to show us his purposes and his abilities and his powers and his glory. So we see two, morning and evening. We see two, light and darkness. We see two, good and evil. We see two, man and woman, male and female. We see two, you shall be the head and not the tail. He's a God who operates with the power of contrast to let you know, watch this, that no matter what you're experiencing right now, it is not the full story, right? It is only one end of the spectrum. God is not a God who locks you in without any kind of options. Is somebody for following this right now. One time he said to the disciples, come let us go to the other side. In other words, when you are seeing darkness, the Bible says weeping may endure for a night. But what's going to happen? Joy will come when in the morning. God is a God who operates the power of contrast to birth his purposes in your life. What it also means concerning the other areas of your life. If you're seeing singleness and you've seen singleness for one year, you have seen it for two years, for three years, for five years, guess what? Does it mean marriage is still possible? Does it mean Does it mean the marriage is still possible? And that God still has a plan for your life? Come on, somebody. He is not just a God of one. He's a God of twos, right? He's a God who's able to flick the switch, turn it around, change the game, open the door, bring out something that we never thought existed before. He is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. How far? Far above all principalities and powers. And this morning, I want to thank God. That's what I was going to say about KMT. How many of us were so blessed by the song of Laura That was so powerful god bless you kmt god bless you dami that was so strong that was so powerful and as you were singing i was just seeing the magnificence and the glory and the greatness of god in ways i haven't even experienced in a long time that god is not just a god who is just able to speak to one part of the earth but he surrounds the earth and that his purpose will stand he said my counsel is what is going to stand that he's not a god who's stranded. God is not the God who's at the bus stop without a car that is going to come by. If no car comes by, he'll send an aircraft. If no aircraft comes by, he will bring something else. If nothing comes, he will bring a whirlwind like in the days of Elijah. If there's no whirlwind, there will be teleporting or rapture. But God always has a way out. How can the way not have a way? When it says, I am the way, the truth and the life, is someone to follow what I'm saying right now, that God is not Stock. Help me not somebody real quick and tell that person God is not stuck. I love that energy. Keep it going. low like somebody beside you or elbow them and tell that person God is not stuck. This is also important to realize watch this that God had two sons. God had two sons. In the case of the Adams God had two Adams. Because whenever it is the enemy attacks one God shows him that's not all I've got Oh my goodness And don't just see it as the enemy attacks one and so that's not all I've got. No, when the enemy attacks one or distracts one or takes one away and it looks like that one is lost, the abundance of God's grace is seen in the fact that God's grace reaches out to one that thought was lost, brings that one back, not in spite of the one that was never lost, but to show the one that was never lost a dimension of grace they could never have experienced. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? Jerry, do you kid? How that when man fell, when the first Adam fell, and God sent the last Adam, Christ, that through our faith in the last Adam, we are able to see dimensions of God's grace that we never could have seen before, and we see the same thing in our story in our story the Bible makes it very clear that the youngest son comes and it says give me a portion or give me the portion of the goods can you imagine what would happen to this child the son he was having a good life it is very clear to us from the story that this was not a poor family where people were slaving and all of that because the Bible says that they had servants now you you shouldn't have servants if you can't take care of yourself amen can you imagine somebody who cannot start out their internship and all of a sudden, what are they doing now? They're getting a PA, personnel driver, chef, personnel accountant to, to count with. Like there's, like there's nothing to count to. What are you counting, right? And all of that. So they must have had a good life and that's why the bible says he said give me the portion of the goods that fall to me why because in the hebrew culture as as young men begin to evolve or they begin to grow and when they come to a place of manhood the father literally begins to divide his estates as an inheritance they become conduits carriers of what the father has the father makes provision of that for them whilst he's still alive in other words it's not like like how it is in many parts of the African culture, where they wait for the man to pass on, and maybe there will now be a wheel, or maybe uh, some of them will now be like, ah, what are we now going to do with this one and then and the other? No, they literally create that. So both sons already knew what was theirs. But, and this guy, the youngest son, the prodigal son, he did not need to have it at that time. But he had other plans. Whenever it is, I don't see the father's plan for me, I'm going to look for things outside of God's timing for me. He couldn't see the agenda of God. He couldn't see the plan of his father. He couldn't understand the details of the Father. And that's why Paul says, my prayer for you is that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Father, we ask this morning for everyone in this house and everyone who's watching online for enlightenment, for illumination. That will understand not just the things that you have for us, but the times that you've set for us. The times that you've set for us. The word says that he came and said, Give me now, divide, give it to me now. My own portion, I want it now. And many times when we lose sight of the agenda of God or the timing of God, we want to have it now. We want to have things now. That God is saying, You will still have it. Can I just prophesy over somebody's life? Something that you're like, like, I'm already past you. The time has passed. You will still have it though. you will still have it you will have multiples of it you will give it away except as your husband or your wife or your children <laughs> i'm talking about things because the child came to ask for things he said i want this now and so the word is that he took those things and because it was no longer conscious of the of the presence of the father he goes into a far away land can i just mention something it is the Spirit of the Father that make the things of the Father relevant. Let us sing. It is the Spirit of the Father that make the things of the Father relevant. If I have the things of the Father without the Spirit of the Father, I cannot maximize the things of the Father. So even though he got the things of the father and he goes into a faraway land because he did not have watch this the governance of the spirit of the father, those things do not retain the essence of the father. It is the father who does not run out. Oh, is somebody here? <laughs> it is the father who does not run out. The things that the father instructs also do not run out. When we operate according to his instructions, that's when they do not run out. And we see that in the Bible. The prophet said, Go and bring me, uh, make me a cake and bring me some water. The prophet said, Go borrow vessels, not a few. When the first woman said to the prophet, Brought the cake to, to, the, to the first prophet, the Bible makes it clear that the crews of oil did not, rather, the pot of flour did not run dry. In the second story, the cruise of oil did not run out. Why? Because he was being instructed by the power of the Spirit of God. Being instructed by the power of God's Spirit, the eternal Spirit of God. Now this guy takes this goods and all of that. He goes to a faraway country. I was going to say, something. and he runs out. Because every time I'm disconnected from the power of God's presence, I will run out the things I have will run out my joy will begin to run thin my expectation will begin to run out my hope will begin to run thin because I'm no longer in the place of the consciousness and the word says that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High what is it going to do he's the one that will abide under the shadow of the Almighty that's the person who's surrounded by God who's sealed by God who's shielded by God, who's contained by God, who's surrounded by God, because he's the one who's operating the governance of the Father. He goes to a faraway land and look at this, he squanders all those things. The word says that he squanders all those things until he had nothing left and he began to be in want he had left the leadership of the father Psalm 23 said the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want what does it mean anytime I begin to want I need to find out am I still following my shepherd because when the Lord is my shepherd what will happen I shall not want when the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want the Lord is Somebody said, the Lord is my shepherd Please say louder, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Say it again, the Lord is Damila Laluatembo's shepherd. Damila Laluatembo does not want. I don't want for joy. I don't want for peace. I don't want for hope. I don't want for strength. I don't lack love. I don't lack faith. I don't lack patience. In the name of Jesus. And it began to be in 1 verse 15. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him, that citizen sent him into his field to feed swine. Now most people are not going to understand this. But in the Jewish culture, to associate with pigs... To associate with pigs was taboo. Like, as a Jew, man, you don't come close to pigs. They are unclean. Talk less of keeping pigs. Eating with pigs. Eating from the plate of pigs. Now, come on. See the different levels of descent. Seeing pigs hanging around pigs eating with pigs keeping pigs and isn't it interesting that when we are no longer conscious of the love and the power and the strength and the glory of the father do you know what happens we begin to align with pig stuff dirty stuff pig life pig attitudes we become pig headed <laughs> everywhere looks like a pig star how many times you remember last, last week I talked this I said the many times when you fall into sin or you go into sin, it's because you stopped tasting God so you wanted to taste something else do you remember that and the so what happens is that we are dis- disconnected from the joy of our salvation. And we're looking for that joy in other places. So similarly, this guy, he had become disconnected. How do I know? Because we know that his restoration started when it said, when the Bible says that he came back to himself. That means he was with himself. He left himself. He went forward away from himself. And, you know, when you move forward without yourself, you're actually moving backward. Are you following? Did you get that? He left himself. He moves forward without himself, which is actually backwards. And the Bible says he came back to his senses or to himself. Which means that when it was in the peak life or the peak world, he was not Could it be possible that some people here found themselves in agreements, contracts, environments, communities, circles, friendships, associations, families, only because you were no longer yourself? Yourself was disconnected or you were disconnected from yourself or yourself was disconnected from you. Why are we still on number 32? Around 15. The word says that he joined himself. You know why? Because all of us need to be joined to something. How many of you know we need to be joined to something? So when the Bible speaks about us concerning Christ, he says that we are joined here with Christ. When it speaks about our bodies in First Corinthians six, it says, "Shall I join the Lord's body? Excuse me. Shall I join the Lord's body to a harlot? In other words, a joining is necessary. But how do I join myself, or to whom do I join myself? He joined himself to a citizen of that country." And I began to live like them and be like them. But I'm grateful to God that the Bible does not end with that. Or the story does not end with that. The Bible says that he came back to his senses. The word says in verse 17 but when he came back to himself, when he came to himself, he said how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Whatever barricade limitation may have concealed us from us may have hidden us from us may have held us back from us in the name of Jesus be removed right now anything anywhere that may have been a blanket a cloak of darkness a covering from hell that dulled our senses limited our perception weakened our ability to interpret times and seasons i remove in the name of jesus i remove in the name of jesus whatever's been a cloak over your bible study whatever's been a cloak over your personal worship whatever's been a cloak over your fellowship with god i remove in the name of jesus Hey, somebody say, I'm not joined to that citizen anymore. I'm not joined to the joint. I'm not joined to the addiction. I'm not joined to the personal failure. I'm not joined to the temptation of darkness. I refuse to be held back by those things in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, yes. said I came back to his senses he came back to his senses this man was in a faraway place that's why the Bible says it says train up a child in the way he should go he said that when he grows up he's not going to depart from it that's one of the reasons we're very particular about master life and about discipleship training you know why because training stays with you ah training stays stays with you. Long after the trainer has left you. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying right now? Uh, how many of you know that sometimes uh, you still hear your daddy's voice uh, even though you no longer live under his roof? Uh, who still hears their mommy's voice sometimes? Uh, even though you don't live under their roof. Uh, how many of you sometimes uh, when you're about to do something dumb, you hear your master life facilitator's trainer's voice? Uh, or hear else's voice? Anybody like that? Uh, come on, come on sometimes uh, when you're about to make a dumb relationship decision uh, or make a dumb financial decision uh, and you think is p Dams really going to do that Uh, will LT not give me one look like that, Uh, who knows what I'm talking about, Uh, that is the power of training Uh, the power of training uh, is that even when you are eating the pig's food, uh, after a while, uh, the training is going to kick in, Uh, This is not you. 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 God wants me to remind somebody: This is not you. This is not you. Ah, this is not you. This is not you. That nasty person is not you. You had a tough week, that's why, but it's not you. That impatient person, that is not you. That is not you. Ah, that is not you. That weak and weary person that is not you for the joy of the Lord is your strength I'm getting ready to round it up my 30 minutes are gone but give me a few more minutes not somebody real quick say that's not you now, that's not you Uh, yes, yes, yes that's not you Uh, do you know who you are you have a home, you have a place in God, you have a space in God, you have a slots on the heart of the father there's a god-shaped size in your heart but guess what's also true there's a u-shaped size in god's heart Somebody uh, someone did hear what i just said you've heard the first part before that there's a god-sized shape in your heart but what's also true there's a u-sized shape in god's heart and so this man said i'm going to go back to my father's house." He said, how many of my father's hired servants, uh, they have bread enough, uh, and enough bread to spare. Uh, he said, and here I am. Uh, I'm Dying uh, of hunger, uh, I'm dying of hunger. Uh, uh, there is emptiness in my heart. Uh, uh, there's a craving in my soul. Uh, there's desperation in my spirit. Uh, uh, there is a pool I can't seem to manage. Uh, things are not the way they used to be. Uh, but I'm going to pick myself up. Uh, I have a uh, I will pick myself up. Ah, uh, if I. Could could come back to myself, uh, I can go back to my daddy uh, If I could come back to myself uh, I can go back to my house uh, If I can come back to myself, uh, I will go back to my family uh, I will go back to what's Familial uh, I will go back to what's familial uh, I will go back uh, to the familial place of worship uh, I will go back to a familial scripture, and say, this is not the first time uh, I've been in trouble. But the Bible says call unto me in the day of trouble. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know King Solomon is good to see. Not somebody say let's go back home. Not somebody say let's go back home. Look at somebody say let's go back. Let's go back home. He said, I will now go back. I'll go in. I'll go to my father's house and the Bible says that he picked up himself look at what the Bible says he said I will go back to my father's house and I will say to him I have sinned against heaven and before you in other words when you have had an estranged relationship when you've had a difficult relationship And you want to see the person for the first time in a long time. How many of you know you start rehearsing your speech? Who knows what I'm talking about? If you want to break up or you want to make up. Or if you offended somebody or you want to apologize. You will now begin to rehearse your speech. So this guy was rehearsing his speech. But I'm grateful to God that the Bible says... that when he was still afar off, the father did not even allow him to mount the podium, let alone hold the microphone or engage in a speech. Let me announce to somebody, the things you've been rehearsing will not happen. The negative thing you have been rehearsing, they will not happen. The negativity will not come to pass. The Bible says that whilst he was a, f- a far off, a-, a great country, a far off, a great distance, I mean a great way off, his father saw him, his father had compassion. How could the father see him afar off? It is not unlikely that almost every day the father would come out through the windows. Where is my son? When is he coming back? When is he coming back? Always waiting. Somebody said, God is waiting. Somebody say God is waiting. You lost your money, but God is waiting. You lost virginity, but God is waiting. You lost some time, but God is waiting. You lost some consecration, but God is waiting. You lost some favor, but God is waiting. You lost some goodwill, but God He said, while he was a off." The father said to his servants, Bring out this. The father fell on his, on his neck, ran, fell on his neck, and kissed him, verse 21. And the son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven, and in your sight, and I'm no longer what to be called your son. But the father, watch this, verse 22. The father does not respond To his apology with words. Are you following this? If someone speaks to you, is the right thing not for you to say, Ah, it's true. You have really messed up. This thing is really, really bad. Huh? So bad. (laughs) He said, Well, the father said to the servant. He didn't even speak to him. Spoke to the servants. He said, bring out one kind of rope. Bring out. Just look for one shirt like that, Sha. What did he say he should do? Bring out the best robe." Mm-hmm. starched ironed the ghetto is so sharp Can okay, use it to slice bread slice yam <laughs> pound the yam uh-uh. so bring out the best isn't this the work of grace Please look at this. The work of grace is that God is able to decorate me with the best when I'm at my worst. Isn't this disturbingly good? Has anybody, has somebody ever been so good to you, you became suspicious? You are like, really, dude? What is your... What are your terms and conditions? Because the way this thing is now, is becoming too good. That is the work of grace. He said, "Bring out the best robe and put it on him." This is the work of grace, this is the work of righteousness, but let me also mention, this is the work of divine transformation that God is bringing us into. And the reason we do Master Life is because the Lord Himself is partnering with us in the ministry of transformation. Can I ask those who are graduating today? Has anyone of you seen real transformation in your life over the past 24 plus X weeks? Can you wave your hand if you have? You know something is X transformation is easier to detect an internal transformation but it's so important, It to bring out the best robe and put it on him put a ring on his hand sandals on his feet the same servants that he walked away we don't know how long the trip was, we don't know how far away he went and we don't know how long it took for him to get back but the word says that they, not only they put clothes on him and a ring on his hand but they bowed before him To change the sandals on his feet. Give me the next verse. The sandals on his feet. And, I love this. Bring the what? The fatted calf. I've taught this quite a number of times. That there's a difference between a fat calf. What does that tell you? Just bleaching. What does that tell you? Tell me, I can hear that this calf had been watch this on a diet, (laughs) intentional diet. In other words, as the Father, I never stopped loving you. That everything, which one eats more? Humans or cow? (laughs) Healthy be like, well, depends on the kind of humans. (laughs) But generally, most healthy humans eat less than cows or calves. So all you should have been eaten in your absence I didn't say, oh, thank God my son is no longer here. I'll save my money. He said, I even increased the budgets. And I dedicated all that food to this calf. Because this calf needs to be fat enough so that when you show up, you can eat as much as you want. Oh, mama, mama, mama. And they say, you're going to eat it by yourself. He said, bring the the calf here, kill it, and let us eat and be merry. When God throws a party, the first dimension there is that the dimension, he said, look at the next thing he said. The first dimension, he said, for this, my son was dead and is alive. So the first time, the first dimension of, the, of God's party is a celebration of resurrection. He said this was dead, but now is alive again. The first dimension is resurrection. Somebody say resurrection. I proclaim by the Spirit of God as a voice and vessel for God whatever has been dead in your life come forth! Come forth! Come forth! Any part of your mind, any part of your heart. Some of you literally dragged yourself in this morning. You didn't have strength. You didn't have power physically, I mean. Some of you felt so drained throughout the week. Felt so attacked, assaulted. For some of you, it was not just one week. It's been a month. For some of you, almost throughout this year, At work, when God throws a party, the first thing He said, This is the reason He said, My son was dead. He didn't say he was lost as a second dimension, He said, He was dead. Father, as you throw a party this morning, we receive a resurrection of dead things, a resurrection of dead things, dead opportunities. Some people you felt dead. Come back to life. We call you forth. 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 We call you call you, call you. We call you for. 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 We call you Call you, call you we Call you call you we call you fuck We call you. We call you Call you we call you fuck call you We call you fuck call you We call you fuck Call you, Listen, I'm getting ready right to close. I'm I'm wrapping it up. But well, we, as we do this, we're going to be prophetic as well. The first thing, I'll resurrection. Do you know something? Resurrection is a reality. In Hebrews 11, it says that some people receive their dead back to life. In this case, the son was not physically dead. You know that? He was not physically dead. But the father was saying that, watch this. He was as good as dead. Do you know why? When the son is not operating in the will of the father, he's as good as dead. Because the will of the father is the reason for his life. Are you understanding that? This is the reason the father said This is the reason the father said My son was dead See, the servants May have thought, Well, your son is here now So every time the believer is operating Outside of the will of God The person is as good as dead Because the reason we exist Is to materially express the will of the father so that's why we, we speak about master life and discipleship. And we say it's a personal, lifelong, obedient relationship with the master. That's the first thing. That let me over-explain. Number two point. It said, what's the next reason we're going to rejoice in merry? The second reason. God throws a party. Recovery. And these three things I'm showing you. All of us need at least one, if not three of them. When time i talking about resurrection, what it means is, for anybody here who's currently pursuing things that God did not create them for, we call you forth. Running a job, a show, going somewhere, doing something. That God did not ordain you for. We call you forth. We call you forth. We call you for. We call you, call you. Call you, call you. Call you, call you. We call you. We call you. <laughs> the second thing, he was lost. And as found. Lost. Didn't know where he was. See, if you know where you you are, you're not really lost. This is the reason he could never come back to his house until he came back to himself. Because he had to come to himself for him to even realize he was in the wrong place. Lord in the name of Jesus this morning as we join faith and hearts and celebrate we proclaim concerning this house wherever anything is lost wherever anyone is lost because you can be lost watch this in the right place do you know you can be lost in the right place you are with the right person but you say it's my friend one is actually your husband so you are a lost wife in a friendship Some of you can be lost. You can be somebody's prophet, but you say, call him your friend. Whereas the oil and the grace and the anointing that you, they need is in your life. Are you understanding this? God made Joseph a father to Pharaoh. So Joseph was not just a technocrat or an administrator. But he was a father. Father, we agree with you this morning. Wherever anything in our lives may have been misplaced, misprioritized, misarranged, misaligned, maybe even mismanaged by us or caregivers in our lives. Father, we receive recovery. Recovery. Recovery in the name of Jesus we proclaim concern everybody recover in your minds recover in your minds recover in your minds this is so important you know why it's so important because this man was lost The, the prodigal son was lost outside of the house guess what the older son was lost where was lost inside the house how do I know because when the, when the brother returns Rosamund, he does not have the attitude of a host whereas everything that was left in that house belonged to who again to him not to the father Do have everything in that house Belong to him, to the older brother, not to the father, because if you divide your inheritance, then you have nothing left. Father, may we not be lost, and in the areas where we are lost somehow, at a loss for words, at a loss for what to do, at a loss for where to turn, how else to pray for those who have prayed to a point they don't know what else to say. Recovery! 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 We get it back, we get it back. We get our minds back. We get our hearts back. We get our hearts back. We get our emotions back. We get our life back. For some people, thank God for the impartation last week and thank of for what's happening right now. For some people, you have been disconnected from your spiritual gifts. And you're in the house, but you're lost. Disconnected from your spiritual gifts. Disconnected. Disconnected. You recover you recover. Whatever part of your physique may have suffered any kind of infirmity, any part of your physical body, your hands, your lungs, your intestines, your nose, your tongue, your sexual organs, your eyes, your feet, your pancreas, your liver, your kidney, your thorax, your waist, your knees, your ankles, your taste birds. Father, let the angels of God move all through this house right now. Let the angels of glory, shut up higher, call us. Jesus is moving. Don't forget it's a party. Jobri Tabasek Brooklyn Tezebra, zebra. Shot Recover all! To receive. Remember, it's a party. The third R is reposition, reposition, resurrection, recovery, reposition. You know, in the party, remain standing. Technically, they just want us to receive. Dara, congratulations. Perfect. This is the deal. You know how it is. A host is throwing a party. And then what, what, what does the, the uh, host do during the party? What does the host do? Walks around ensuring that everybody is catered to, taking care of, doing well. Who is the host of this party? God, in who, Jesus Christ, right? So this last wave of, this is not the last wave of glory in Jesus' name, but the next one, two minutes of declaration, all forgiver offerings and everything. I wanted to know something: that Jesus is walking around this building. You know what the host does? The host will say, have you eaten? Have they served the table? Have they served the table? Are you full? Would you like something else? Are you following? And sometimes the host will take pictures. Are you ready? And you know, sometimes the host is going to recognize somebody. From years ago. I said, oh, you're not supposed to be here now. Come, come, come. Come to the front. Come to the high table. That's reposition. Some of us are currently in places where people who didn't know us better put us there. You know, the ushers may not know everybody the host knows. Are you hearing this? Some ushers don't know. And they're not being bad. They're just like, Sir, sit down there, sit down. Sit, sit. And then the host goes, Ah! (laughs) I was going to say Rascal. But that's a very rascal name. He's going to look and say, Give me a name. Chelsea. Johnson. Ah! Jerobo Alpha now. No, sit here now. This my gather you. Come now, as we honor the Lord in one minute and draw, and draw, and draw. Cooper, from the back to the front. Yeah. Just have all these elements playing. Jesus is walking past. Jesus is saying, "Have you been served?" Jesus is saying, "Reposition. Receive. Reposition." Receive right now. Your mind is repositioned. Open your mouth and cry to him. Cry. Yeah. Receive right now. Receive repositioning. Some of you are not receiving for yourselves, but you're receiving for family members. Receive for loved ones. Receive for daddy. Receive for mommy. Receive for brother, for sister. Receive, receive for that neighbor who said, pray for us Oh, You're going to church again. Pray for us, sister. Pray for us, brother. Receive. Receive. We silence that voice of condemnation that's been harassing you all through the week. All through the week. We'll shut down that voice. We'll shut down that voice. We'll silence that voice. We'll silence that voice. Have you you eaten? Have you been served? 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 Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We'll receive resurrection power in our bodies. We'll receive that. John Kasopatai, Apostle John, was thrown in a pot of hot oil. But the realities of eternal life were so strong at work in his physical member. The oil could not snuff our biological life. Because his biological life was so wrapped up. By the reality of the revelation of spiritual life. Your life. Zoe. Zoe. I pray for anyone. Who's having a clash in their lives. Resurrection speaks for you. Resurrection speaks for you. Resurrection speaks for you. For everyone who needs recovery of lost property, lost time, lost energy, lost resources, lost opportunities. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. This week is a week of repositioning. You are repositioned. You are taken from the wrong place to the right place. From down and under to up and above. Seated in heavenly places manifesting in the right places in the earthly realm in the name of Jesus you will enjoy God's parts of this year others can have their political party but Jesus has given you his Holy Ghost party if you believe in make some noise and give God Hallelujah! You may be seated. Glory to God! Glory to God! A generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this grown community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org.